This is Purple Radio On Demand. Hello everyone, it's me, the Podfather, and welcome to the Current Affairs Podcast with Will and Ben. Hello Ben. Hello Will. This is our news discussion podcast, where we bring to you the high-end discussion about the biggest news stories of the week, and a couple of the more wacky, wild side of life kind of stories. We also answer a couple of questions from you, our loyal legions followers. You can find us basically everywhere, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. If you search Purple Radio, you will find us at the Current Affairs Podcast with Will and Ben. We also play every Saturday at 11am on Purple Radio, or so we've been told. And we also stream a live, uncut version of the podcast at 2.35pm every Friday on the Stereo app. However, this week we rescheduled to 12.05. Think of that as almost as an extended edition, uncut version reserved for only our most loyal followers. This week, we've had to reschedule, as I've said. Uh, but yeah, so Ben, tell us more about this episode. Oh, spoken like a true podcast host. Very impressive. Very Thank impressed. This week's show, we're gonna, we've, got, we've got a lot to cover. We've got to hit the ground running. We've got to look at the budgets, um, which Rishi announced earlier this week. We're going to look at um, return of the Trump, return of the former president. He spoke at the Conservative Political Action Conference this week. Sarkozy. The former French president. What's he? What's what's happened to him? Find Sarkozy. out later. Sarkozy. Um, and then we found some, as we mentioned, some some wilder type of some 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 wild stuff. And um, we're going to look at Clarkson's um, thrashes with the binman, a Japanese billionaire, um, the face of Les Dennis, and Bojo, the PM. And then we'll answer some of your questions because we're nice. We're nice people. We'll do that for you. Allegedly. Allegedly. There we go. So. Should we, should we hit the ground running? As I said, let's do it. Should let's do it. With the let's budget? go for it. Something, yeah. something, something big in the econ world happened this week. What was Just it? A bit. What was it? Well, it was the 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 budget or the budget, depending on where you're from. Does anyone, uh, and, does, does anyone say that? No one pronounces it budget. No, no only me. But anyway, so in this okay. in this year's budget was the okay. you know coronavirus budget. I'm going to stop saying budget. The budget, please, man. Uh, in which Rishi Sunak, the Chancellor of the Exchequer, uh, announced his new spending package for he the did. foreseeable future. So, shall I run through some of the some of the key facets? Why don't you give of us your top five. Well, it's well. the number one extension <laughs> right. of the support schemes, such as uh, furlough until September. Uh, number two, raising income tax from 19% to 25% in 2023. Mm. Uh, but also firms get a two-year tax break. Number three, um, he's throwing 1.65 billion quid at vaccinations. And then there's sort of various other miscellaneous policies, duty on alcohol frozen, uh, no increase in fuel tax, etc. Um, I saw a figure that I think the BBC put out earlier today, and it said it will cost around... £355 billion pounds, um, are borrowing this year, which they equated to 17% of national income. So around what we were seeing in the 60s. So huge, huge amounts. Um, but, but why, you ask? Pretty obvious if, you, if you've existed within the last sort of year. Um, we've been living through COVID-19, the, the, the pandemic that's ravaged everything. Um, and obviously we've been borrowing huge amounts to support the FOLO schemes, the, the work support schemes, all sorts um and basically he said let's have one final push it as we see out um the virus with our vaccine we might as well not lose 
all of our progress um, in sort of retaining jobs on the furlough scheme just by putting um, them in their final hours. Um, so yeah, a, a generous, a very generous budget for, for a conservative government, wouldn't you say? Well, yes. I mean, he, he's uh, taking into account the very sort of bleak mm. economic situation that we're in. Uh, minus 9.9% growth last year. Unemployment up to 5.9%. As you say, debt is about 2.5 trillion quid. So, you know, prop, the government continues to prop up the economy throughout the course of this pandemic. Uh, but it is, it is, it is generous, I'd say. Um, there are elements to it which... Well, I'd say it was very relatively well received by the public. I mean, obviously, Keir Starmer has said that he's only, the government is only papering over the cracks. Uh, yes. he was very vocal about that. Actually, yeah, he said he said he said once once we all take our take our masks off, including you, Chancellor, he said, um, we're going to see the the traditional Conservative government back. You know, being stricter perhaps than than ever before. This the sweet the sweeteners, as they say won't last um, did you see did you see when he was making his budget speech he seemed to adopt the sort of jeremy corbyn wonky glasses <laughs> uh style you know his glasses sort of doing a 45 degree <laughs> angle across his face um which he, I, thought was, I didn't notice that i didn't notice that i can't uh, remember I thought I was that was watching good, it happen and i yeah. thought does he does he normally wear glasses yeah like something something's not right with this does he i thought he i thought it was a nice i thought it was a nice nod to the former leader um oh. but anyway um so it was being it's been well received though by the public. Uh, the SNP mm. didn't like it, obviously. Labour hasn't liked it, whatever. Um, yeah. But the government was sort of riding on quite good press up until this morning when they announced that they were only giving nurses a 1% pay rise. So that seems yeah. to sort of blotted their yes. copybook. But anyway, there's the, the budget for you. Have you got anything else to comment on with that? I don't know. Yeah, no, just adding on to that, the NHS budget falling by nearly nine billion pounds this year. So, yeah, definitely not very popular with the public. Um, but they argue is necessary. They argue that if we want to continue spending at a sustainable rate, they need to make cuts. Um, so, yeah. Um, but, you know, if we look on the bright side, um, I was reading something this morning and it said that unemployment i think you mentioned it was only nine percent but i but but they uh, predicted 5.9 percent 5.9 sorry but they predicted earlier in 2020 maybe november that it could have gone as high as where's my figure now i've lost it it could have gone higher it could have gone higher oh no i'm gonna remember it halfway through there we go well if you do just 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 shout it just shout the thing to say i'll just scream it i'll be like yeah but anyway, they, they have they have the, their intervention in the economy. The point I think you're trying to make is um, has meant that this is perhaps I've not got as it. bad. I've got it. I've got it. Uh, there we go. I've got it. I've written it down. More people were expected to return to jobs than expected. Um, it was expected that there'd be an unemployment rate of above ten percent when they predicted this year in November 2020. So, perhaps some Plus. good news for us all. There you go. Should we, should, we, should we move on to the next section? But are you, are you suggesting perhaps that we should look at something across the pond? Across the pond, over Maybe. the pond, the big pond, know. the beautiful pond. <laughs> <laughs> this is, for those of you who haven't cottoned on, he's back, as Cornelius Fudge famously says at the end of The Order of the Phoenix. Donald right. Trump has returned. 
Uh, to... I didn't know the Don was in Harry Potter. Well, he might as well be. He might as well mm. be. Yes, he returned. He spoke last week or the week before, whenever it was, at the Conservative Political Action Conference, hereafter referring yeah. to as CPAC. Um, he was sort of accompanied by pro-Trump speakers, including Dan Jr., his son, and mm. Ted Cruz. Criticised Biden, said he's gone from America first to America last. And he made the, the weird comment that, that all things lead to communism. Uh, which I thought was a bizarre thing to say in the context. I'll take of, uh, on that all roads lead to Rome. Rome. Yeah, centre-right democratic yeah. president uh, leading yeah. to to communism. There was some crazy <laughs> theory that he was Trump was going to take power yesterday from QAnon. The fourth of March was supposed oh, to be a day of significance, but this is not. This happen. is not. This is not a brewing ground of conspiracy theories, Mister Doc. No, but anyway, what does this mean for the United States of America? Mr. Stanley. United States of America. Um, well, yeah, you're right. Turned up in Florida. First big public engagement since since he left the White House. And he didn't leave the White House in a particularly good um, light, obviously, a couple of weeks after the Capitol Hill riots. the um, I think Americans have started referring to it as Insurrection Day. So maybe we'll start calling it that. Um, yeah, no, not, not on good terms with, with a lot of Americans. But... Not Republicans. Um, he still he still holds obviously really 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 high um, approval ratings within the Republican Party. That's why he was the final act, the big ticket um, speech, which everyone was looking forward to. Um, by everyone, I mean Republicans. Um, so you know he still holds a lot of weight in America, and a lot of what this conference was about was sort of sussing out who is looking to be the next Republican nominee for president. It's very early, very, very early. In fact, you know, the next election will be 2024, but not enough for Trumpy man. Um, so yeah, he attacked Biden. He he even hinted that he would be returning. He said, I may, I may even decide to beat them for a third time. Again, spreading that lie that um, he's won the election three times in, no, two times in a row, wanting to win yeah. it for a third time. Um, but yeah, no, it leaves the Republican party at a crossroads, whether they choose to accept, accept Trump um, for for the third time, or whether they recognise he may be a liability. Now let's look at his past. He's lost the popular vote in the last two elections, and with a dwindling support base from Republicans, um, as a lot of them are old and predominantly white, a lot of them have died during coronavirus. So a shrinking a shrinking um, support base, um, uh, demographically speaking. Um, a lot of people are touting perhaps it should be time that they seek to diversify. Speak. There you go. There you go. Um, he also said that he, he's not going to set up a new party and that he will run on the uh, Republican tickets, uh, which... He did. Which is going to be interesting. The, the Republicans had their chance to, to prevent him yeah, from really. taking office yeah. ever again. But they didn't take it, and perhaps they'll no. be re have to rally around Donald J. Trump once again in 2024. Yeah. But it's very interesting. He's he is he is the most fascinating character of our age, Mr. Trump. And I, I, I watch him and his his antics across the pond with interest. I think antics is antics is definitely right. The right word to use. Yes, um, quite interesting quite. though. Some people weren't there, notably. 
former VP Mike Pence decided <laughs> yeah. not to come. I wonder why. Maybe it has something to do with the fact that he abandoned Trump at the last minute during his presidency. I completely stand by him doing that, by the way. Um, absolutely standing on principles and, and, and free elections. Um, but nonetheless abandoned Trump um, and was not seen at all um, in Orlando, Florida. Yes. Well, and Trump, Trump, Trump abandoned it. Trump didn't sort of intervene to, you know, protect him from the no. the, the rioters as well. No, so, no. You know, and you heard the things they were shouting. They shouted, yeah, and I remember we talked about it on our first ever podcast. They were shouting death yeah, the to one, Mike Pence as the they ran through the capital. Yeah, the they were. Mm. Is it the unseen pod? I I don't remember. Go yeah. back to our to all, our, to all our listeners. To all yeah. our listeners, we had a we had a secret pod. Which just Will and I heard. There we go. First ever, it might be released one, one day. One. One Who kno- Maybe when we're mega famous. Who knows? Shall we uh, um, move on wait. to the uh, next uh, section of the podcast? That, this is a day of accents, I can tell. It is a like, day of accents. We are talking about, uh, uh, obviously, the qui? former president de la République de Français, Where? Nicolas Sarkozy. For those of you who didn't get that, this is the former president of the Republic of France, Nicolas Sarkozy, who served as president of that prestigious and great nation from 2007 to 2012. I can't say that, can I? I can't say it. Sorry, sorry. Should we pause? Keep it in. Okay, we'll keep it in. It's a prestigious nation. It sounded As I did my research, I was thinking... Three countries we've looked at were the were the, the the victors, so to speak, of certain. I don't know. I don't know. Certain. Yeah, should we cut it out? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. Let's roll. Let's roll with it. Yeah, France no, is no, 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 no. a great nation, but won more battles in history than any other nation. I wasn't being That's sarcastic. True. Let's move on. So, right. Nicholas handled that like a true history student, mate. Well, there you go. Nicholas Sarkozy uh, was convicted for trying to bribe a judge in 2014. He suggested to mm. said judge that he could secure a prestigious job for him in return for information about a different case. Now, this case yes. was investigators were looking into payments uh, Sarkozy had received during the presidential campaign, and he was yeah. tapped on the phone talking about bribing the judge onto on the phone to his lawyer, Thierry Elzog. I think I pronounced that correctly. He's been sentenced to three years in jail, two of which is suspended, one of which he would have to serve under house arrest. Mm. So he's going to appeal, by the way. So he won't actually be sort of punished for ages. But what do you think of this? Well, it's pretty big. It's pretty big that a president in our lifetime from such uh, an important nation, um, particularly regionally, you know, one of the big dons in the EU, He's, he's about to be locked up, well, for, for one year at least, with three-year sentence. And the first, I think I read somewhere, the first French president ever to be given jail time, specifically. Obviously, he's the second president to be found, um, uh, to, to be charged with, I think, corruption, was it? I think he's his, his, one of his predecessors, um, Sh- uh, Chirac. Chirac, Chirac. Was, got a suspended sentence for arranging a bogus job for his friends in 2011. From the same party, I believe, Chirac and Sarkozy. They did, they did. A lot of people um, sort of saw Sarkozy as Chirac's um, sort of... No, I said that the wrong way. Chirac was Sarkozy's mentor. That's that's how it sort of all, all, all yeah. worked. And, you know, but what, what's very key about this is 
Chirac was at the end of his career. He sort of accepted it. He took it. Um, and, you know, he had those two years. Whereas Sarkozy was very much looking forward to running again to become president of France in the future. He, he didn't think his time in public office was over yet. And a lot of people are saying this is this this is this is the end of him. This is the end. If he, especially if he loses this appeal, this is the end of his time in politics. Yeah, he's um, he's an interesting character. He's a pop star president. He de- he de- he's he's married to a supermodel. You know, yeah. he's 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 a he's a he's a proper sort of. He was perhaps the first sort of pop star mainstream politician before. Um, mm. Boris and Trump came to the fore. Um, Sarkozy, uh, he's very interesting. Quite short as well. Not that that's any problem, but he's, you know, leaders tend to be taller, was, actually. That is a, that I was, is a, I was watching a video of him earlier and I was like, will one of us bring that up? Yeah. And and it was you who brought it up. So, yeah. What a surprise. Well Kelsa Breeze yeah. is the friend. <laughs> um, no, I think, I think um, it's interesting. It is interesting, but, you know, it, you could never imagine this happening. For example, well, this is not a comment. This is not a judgment. This is just a fact. You couldn't imagine this happening in this country. A former prime minister going to jail for corruption will be yeah, sentenced well, for yeah, corruption. It's, it's, I agree. Um, it's bizarre. I agree. I agree. Um, um, but no, a, whole, a, a string of corruption really is. We had um, Korea's president, South Korea's president, um, a couple of years ago, Park being locked up for corruption. But yeah. Um, there you go. Um, moving on, just briefly, this is a brief, this is one, isn't one of our main news topics. We'd like to, as a podcast, give a quick nod to the Duke of Edinburgh, who has been very unwell, apparently in hospital, but he mm. seems to have had a successful heart operation. Um, so we wish him and the rest of the royal family all the best. And yeah, you got anything to add to that? Yeah, no, you said that very well. Very well. Oh, um, thank you. Did you obviously. see all the Trans Panama Express? They. Oh, this is. A I was. Insensitive. I was about to. I was about to <laughs> segue into that like a. I don't know. Like a. I don't know. I'm, I'm segue rider. Physically communicate it with my arms, but I understand readers can't see readers. that. But no, oh, the readers. the Trans Pennine Express put up on their websites. Um, sort of. I think it was about sort of thirty minutes after all the sort of string of notifications came through. We are saddened by the death of His Royal Highness the Duke of Edinburgh. Oh. I mean, I mean, there's blunders, and then, there's, and then there's claiming that he's died. I was someone, someone's, someone's going to get a telling off for that. There's, there's no way. Yeah, that's appalling. Actually, <laughs> that's that's a bit, that's a bit horrible. Um, but no, we wish him well. We, 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 we look forward get to this. Soon. Get we look forward to his 100th birthday in June, mm. which will be a... Is it that soon? My God. Yeah. Will Happy he, the question is, will he get a letter from the Queen? I assume so. Yes, I assume. You think so? Yeah. I assume he might have had a couple of those before, actually. Yeah. yeah. That's true, guess. actually. Yeah, I hadn't thought that. Should smart, we move on smart. to the wacky wild side of life stories? That was pretty wacky myself. But yes, let's. What, what have we got? What have we found in the news this week? Jeremy Clarkson has been uh, in a scrape with his bin man. This sounds like, Will, the greatest story in the world. In the world. 
Yeah, so this is this is the news that Clarkson has has had issues mm. with his bin men, as it were. What's he? So the issues he's been having with his bin men are that he's not very good at ascertaining what kind of rubbish should go in which coloured bins. So he doesn't put them in properly, and the bin men have been have been shouting at him. They've been giving him letters and threats, and 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 um, put a sticker on his bin. You know, heinous, heinous oh, crimes and, and infringements on his they've, civil liberties. They've really shown him there with that sticker. Yeah, he's he's not happy about this actually. Um, what do you I mean, what do you make you, of all? You can Jeremy? tell he's not happy because the headline does read. Jeremy Clarkson says he receives threats after squaring up. He's physically squared up to the local bin. But, you know, I mean... Jeremy Clarkson squaring up to something. Yes. Yes. What? It's confusing, <laughs> though, bins. Do you know what I mean? There's a lot of, there's a lot of things to do, you know? What, what, what do you find so hard about, about taking the bins out? Well, I just, I just, I just don't, I just hate it. I oh. do hate it. I, I, I um, sympathise with Mr Clarkson. I do it. I'm not a horrible slob, but I... I, it, I is confusing. it is confusing. It is confusing. It is confusing. Especially at night when you can't see the colours. You've got to do it. In our in our house, we've got sort of a, a corner where we put all our recycling. Um and it just piles up and piles up because we always forget it's to really take great, it out. Um, yeah, you got sort of like a week and a half old sort of um tins of, of pasta sauce. Usually Ben's actually Ben Ben likes his pasta sauce. Not me. I live with another Ben. Um, but yeah, they usually you, sort of you, you only use pasta, pasta yeah. and chorizo. Anyway, we won't go into that. We won't go into Ben Ben's palate, actually, because it's <laughs> no. I don't think I don't think our viewers would would care. Um, but it's no, do you know what? Do you know what you should care about? This Japanese billionaire Yusaka, um, no, Yusaku uh, Mezawa has announced that he is looking for eight people to join him. On a moon voyage, on space. Wow! Earth. He's to the moon. He's all the way to, to the, the moon. moon. I'm so excited. I want. Can, I want to be on that. I want to be on that flight. Can anyone apply for this? That's a good question. I. That's a very good question. We'll find that out for next week's show. Yeah, we'll, we'll find that out. But I'm under morning. the impression that. Oh no! Actually, no. No. Anyone from around the world can do it. Six to eight artists. He'd said. And you've got to sort of have some cause for why you want to be on it, what you want to achieve, all this. He really wants to sort of make quite a thing out of it. He doesn't want it just to be yeah. some random bloke he finds in, you know, the streets of Durham. Um, but exciting, though. Would you take his offer up? No. No? Because Elon no. Musk's rocket ship blew up yesterday. I think Elon Musk is going on the same flight, isn't he? And it, it still could blow up. It's not. This is you know, true. That's not a <laughs> tentative factor against the shit. Everything he sends into space blows up. But anyway, I won't. I won't rant about Elon Musk. With that minor yet. risk. With that, that minor massively, risk. Musk is massively overrated. But anyway, let's not. Let's not offend all the science people. Um, all, right. all right. This pod. Next. Hey, well, whilst, whilst we're on the topic of space, actually, I was. Right. I was. I was, was scanning through my headlines. This is from the Sunday Sport. Face of Les Dennis. Found on Mars. Who is now, Les Dennis? This would have been this this would have been a perfect little segue for us last week because we talked about the Mars mission. I think that was last week. I've sort of forgotten everything. Yeah. If I'm honest. Um, Les Dennis was 
pretty big celebrity back in the day. He's sort of a TV personality. I think he hosted um, the old Family Feud in in the days of old. Um, but but there's a picture. If you search it up. It does look like Les Dennis, if I'm honest. It does look heavily photoshopped, but nonetheless, someone's made a clear case that Les Dennis is, is imprinted on Mars. And I think that gives us hope as humanity that life could continue on Mars if, if he's made it up there. He was in uh, Coronation Street, Holby City, Midsummer Murders. So if you're into that sort of calibre of television, that might mm. interest you. But alas, there you go. Last wacky wild side of life kind of Wild Side of Life wacky news story nice. this week is our glorious leader and Prime Minister Boris Johnson has expressed his deep admiration for the cat in the hat comes back yes. by Dr. Seuss. He was particularly fond of how the house gets covered in pink icing. Instead. Well, he read it out, actually, and, and, and for the sake of being neutral on... on, 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 on. On, on the web and on the on the air when this gets streamed um, on Saturdays um, on Purple Radio, if you want to tune in. Um, he's he's a bit of a poet, actually. He did he did have it with a certain eloquence, I'd say. He, he read it out quite nicely. Well, he le- reads Greek poetry in his spare that's time. That's true, actually. That's true. He, and he also, he also admitted to um, making cardboard models of buses. I, 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 I make cardboard <laughs> models of buses and... and he was... <laughs> Enjoying themselves <laughs> from from old. Wine. It was interesting though. It was interesting. Whilst we're on that, actually, I didn't plan to bring this up, but um, I'd, I'd read somewhere that that was that sort of interview came out sort of a couple of weeks after the bus scandal, the NHS bus scandal, and it was all part of because uh, some people reckoned he was just it was him being very devious and wanting to change what comes up on Google yeah, when you it. search Boris Johnson buses. Um, so clever ploy or. Maybe darker um, if if we're talking about um, a functioning democracy. Who knows? Who knows? Should we um, move on to the questions? We do. We actually we are running out of time. I did. I, I did have all the questions. That. I've been told. Are you the question master? I'll be the question master. Question Come one. On. Question one. So this is a follow-on from last week from Will, who gave us on stereo. We'll answer it at last. Poppadoms or bread? Oh, bread. Easy, sorry. Bread. I know bread for sure. are lovely, but bread, yeah. you know, nice sourdough bread. Bread's far more versatile, I feel. Bread is I agree. I think I think I think poppadoms are very specific and limited. Maybe yeah. if you've been healthy, you have one because bread's a bit filling. But you know, I'm I'm back in bread here. I don't I don't yeah, I think pop doms are delicious, but bread is bread. It's bread. One of the well said civilization, really. Well oh my said. God, I'm like Dr. Zeus. Yeah. Next one is from Josh, who asks, what are your dream guests? You go first. Or shall I, I actually haven't thought about this. I, yeah, I, no, I, I didn't. You go <laughs> okay. So my dream guest is, and this is a genuine outreach to, to yeah. this chap. My okay. dream guest is Big Nasty. <laughs> oh! <laughs> yeah. Ooh. I think he'd be incredible. To, and I'm being deadly serious here. Big Ooh. Nasty, if you, if you are listening... Mr. Nasty, please come on our podcast. I would be delighted Ooh. to have you on. Once COVID's over, I'd, I'd like to yeah. have you on. In I want person. to have the sound of you going, yeah, his on my Spotify forever. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's Ooh, a thing of beauty. Big Do you know nasty. who I'd like actually? And yeah. just because this has just come through on my phone just now as you were saying that. Prince Philip has returned to King Edward um, uh, Hospital after un- undergoing a successful heart procedure. 
Let's get him on the show. Let's put let's it out there. Him, let's get into the Duke the, of Edinburgh on the show. Onto the interweb. Um, let's get him on the show. That'd be a pretty big ticket. That, I think that might elevate us in the world of podcasts a bit if we if we if we manage to get the prince. Yes, I think we'd be doing quite well. The Duke of Edinburgh. Um, Question three. Go on. It's from Beth, who says, "Who would win Bleep Street Hunger Games?" We won't reveal. This is your okay. street. This is true. I live on Bleep Street in in yeah, Durham. Bleep, um, Bleep Street. I'm sure everyone knows Bleep Street. Very famous. Um, yeah, that's a good question. So on, are we talking about my street and then your street, or just so? What we'll do, we'll do streets. your street first, and then we'll combine mm, it with my street. Clever. Okay, clever. So your street. This mm. is my my punts for who's going to win Hunger Games in your house. Okay. Is the yeah. aforementioned Ben, who we talked about him and his pastor earlier. You yeah. think he'd win? Yes. Interesting. He's Interesting. he's he's the most. He's I'd say he's the most athletic. And that's probably going to count. Would you? Would you? Interesting. And what about what about you? Who do you but think? I think there's a lot more that goes into it. I think there's a lot more that goes into it. You can cook some pasta sauce. Good at, can, <laughs> I think he'd be. I think he'd be great if he had a limitless supply of pasta and pasta sauce. Um, otherwise, I might have to give it to my college wife Hannah, who survived on her gap year can cook fantastic food along with Hope, who admittedly are the two best chefs um, I've ever met. Um, I think they I think they I think they give Ben a run for his money. I think they I think I think it's between them. But then I, I also think Joe's a good runner, you know? He, he he's a great pacey man. He's been doing a lot of 10K. Yeah, yeah. You'd back yeah. Ben. You'd back Ben. I back Boris. And back, back ben, ben, you obviously mean me because no, I mean the other last name, so I don't know who yeah. you're referring to. There you go. Um, <laughs> anyway, last but not yes. least is a question from Beth again. I reckon. I reckon she's oh. surpassing Frederico from episode one. Oh as God, Frederico, <laughs> legendary man. Uh, to all our listeners who didn't tune into episode one, he sent in about sort of sixteen questions. <laughs> we got through most of them actually, but we couldn't fit them into the main podcast. So. He roasted me over my sort of lack of football. <laughs> but anyway, uh, that was very funny. But no, I, 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 oh, I hope he's still out there. We've got to get in touch. Um, with Frederico. He'd be a good um, one. What was the anyway, question? Sorry, what was the question? The question is if you could drink one alcoholic beverage for the rest of your life, what would it mm. be? I reckon for you it'll be something sort of really childish, like some vodka and fruit shoots or something on those. <laughs> that sounds quite nice actually. I might have to try that. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's put that down actually. Go on. No, actually, no, hold on, hold on. No, vodka not forever. Fruit shoot. Not forever. You sad. Um, yeah, no. that'd be a one-off, like one-off thing, wouldn't it? I don't know. Um, I don't know. Something, something sort of, something that, that keeps you going. Do you know what I mean? Ooh, do you know what I had once? I had it was in, it was in a, it was really lovely actually. It was in a really sort of crafty bar in Nottingham when I visited my mates, and it was this sort of like orange-infused, citron-infused, chili-infused. Um, IPA and it was lovely actually it was really really tasty um yeah I might have that very nice very good um I would have probably whiskey and soda in all modest. yeah delish with a with a slice scotch brand uh oh no you're pushing me there um Glenfiddich 15 and soda means nothing to me such a and then what soda it can't i bet it's not aldi soda uh, i don't know it's just soda water 
San Pellegrino. Do <laughs> you have a soda stream? No comment. But, uh, <laughs> all, right, all, right. <laughs> all right, I see where you're coming from. This man doesn't want to say anything. This reminds me listen. of a certain former French president. Ah, oh, throwback. Yeah, call, comment, that's what called a callback in comedy. So that was very funny. Uh, anyway, uh, should we wrap up this week? All right. Tie in a nice... Let's tie it up in a nice St. David's Day themed bow. Brown pig per package is tied up with strings. No, we don't have the, we don't have the copyrights for that. We don't. That, oh, God, Universal Records will be all, be all over us, mate. Be all over me. I, I, I'll be the next Julie Andrews, sort of skipping <laughs> around on an Austrian mountain. Anyway, it might work out well. Anyways, <laughs> it's the end of our fourth podcast. Fourth, fifth, fourth, the St. David's Day special. It's been fantastic. Um, yeah. No, it is the fourth. I checked. I checked. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yes. Been Thank you very time. much for listening, guys. Uh, tune in next week. Find us on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Purple Radio at 11 a.m. Uh, Stereo, yep. if you want the live show. Follow us on Instagram at the Current yep. Affairs Podcast. Um, but until yep. next time, see you later. Au revoir. Purple Radio Podcasts. Thanks for downloading this Purple Radio Podcast. For more great content and to listen live, head to purpleradio.co.uk.